There was a whole article, Generation Z slangs that you need to know. Amy, your kids are what generation? I have no idea. Because it goes Gen X, yeah, Millennial, then Gen Z. So sh- my daughter was born in 2007 and my son was 2010. Okay, they're both Gen Z. Okay. Generation, Generation Z is a demographic from 1997 to 2012. Perfect. Okay. So these are things you need to know for your kids. Okay. I'll give you a word or phrase by Gen Z, see if you can get the word based on the definition. Okay? Yeah. This word is drama or gossip. So you can sip it, meaning you're going to mind your own business and stay out of the drama. What is that? Tea. Tea, yeah. That's good. <laughs> Why you laugh at that, Eddie? It's just silly. <laughs> For Gen Zers, this isn't just a handbag brand. The word is used as a variation of good or fancy and is often in reference to someone's appearance. Gucci. This actually means amazing these days and refers to items someone approves of. Everything from your outfit to a pie can be this to a Gen Zer. Lit? Mm. Oh, fire? Fire. Yeah. Close. So, yeah. When someone is doing this, they're typically showing off possessions or personality traits, either intentionally or not. You can also do this on your ex to show them how much better off you are without them. Like flexing? Nice. You're pretty cool. Wow, I know. Man, I try to tell my kids this all the time. Wow. No. <laughs> can't believe they don't listen. <laughs> One of these is typically an entitled mom who is seen as irritating to teens who work retail or fast food. Obviously, this one has since gained so much popularity that it's frequently in memes. What do they call entitled moms? Uh, I have no idea. A Karen. Um, this phrase is abbreviated, is the abbreviated way of saying that someone failed at something or taken a loss. The opposite obviously refers to winning. Many people believe it's from an internet feud between Drake and Meek Mill. This phrase is an abbreviated way of saying someone failed or taken a loss. I have no idea. Taking the L. Taking the L, yeah. Oh, okay. I'll give you one more. This phrase is motivational and refer- Wow, now that you say that, I'm so glad you did. I saw someone post something about that on Instagram the other day, and I, don't, I thought they were taking the L train. Like a literal, <laughs> like, um, like, like in New York or D.C. or like some subway where there's like a train. It was like the L train, but really they were saying they're taking a loss. Are they lost? Yeah, taking a loss. Now I know. The more you know. Okay. I'll give you one more. Yeah. This phrase is a motivational phrase that refers to working hard to obtain money and success. The phrase was popularized by a meme back in 2018. It's tough. Let's get let's get this blank. Let's get this. Let's get this paper. Oh, close. Let's get this bread. Oh, bread. (laughs) Yeah. I should have known. Do you feel a little educated, though? I do. Mm. I'm proud of the ones I did know, and I'm thankful for the ones I learned. Typically used in reference to emotions or desires, this phrase basically means a little bit, or kind of. I have no idea. Low-key. And then go ham. You know what go ham means? Go what? Ham. No. So, (laughs) it means if someone... Do you guys know what go ham means? Yeah, no. You do? Hard as a... Yeah, that's what it stands for. (laughs) Hard as a mother. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
What is? To go ham. Hey, to go oh. hard. <laughs> okay. To go hard. Oh to go. <laughs> Amy's so cool right now. Yeah. She's like, okay. What ham? You start out cool. <laughs> that's. I, ah. I still give you a passing grade for your Gen Z vocab Thank quiz. Thank you. Yeah, I feel like you did pretty good at that. The Bobby Bone Show. All right, I want to say good morning to everyone. Good, good morning. morning. Except for this 82-year-old man who got jail time for constantly blasting his classical music. What's wrong with that? Jail time. An 82-year-old guy who can't hear very well has been blasting his music for years. His neighbors recently got a court order to force him to play a quieter. Then when he didn't, he got arrested. And now he's been sentenced to 24 weeks in jail. So who are you not wishing a good morning to? Well, him. Listen to the law. Oh, his neighbors, come on. I guess he's, he can't, I guess can't, he can't hear, hear. Can't hear the law either. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. There was an 82-year-old guy named Ian Trainer. So he listens and he blasts it, but he had to go to court. And he's like, hey, imagine if this was your neighbor, though, who's no, blasting Post, Post Malone. Yeah, it So be loud. And you're like, I can't function and live my life. They have to turn it down, maybe get a better hearing aid. So, do you know, I still, I don't know what this says about me. I still can't, like, fully respect classical music in the way that I should, like, appreciate really? it. Really? Like, I understand... It's influences through the generations and how amazing certain composers were, especially people who couldn't hear. Yeah. And have you ever just, been to a symphony? Yeah, and that's a little bit cool, but I get bored pretty quick. Oh, yeah. So I don't feel like my palate for classical music is as snotty as it could be. It needs to be snottier. I love it. You do? Oh, yeah. I love it. There are some mornings, guys, when when I drive in and I'm listening to that, the station that's really low on the dial, like, I don't know, a 47. Is Eddie lying right now? I'm serious. Hey, who are your favorite composers, man? Oh, Beethoven. (laughs) I love (laughs) Chopin. Um, Mozart. Eddie, hold on. Here's what we'll do next week. Come on. Come on. We'll do next week. I'll line up 10 of the most famous. Classical music compositions, symphonies of all time. Great. If you can name six of ten, I'll give you 50 bucks. Man, you're going to let him study. You should have dropped it on him, but yeah, I don't think he can do it. Mm, that's true. Yeah, I can probably gonna, do it. Like, that's. Probably do it right now. Yeah. Oh. We don't have the. the okay. Well, who is this you right know now? What? You know what? We'll do it later on today. Okay. You can't study. Okay. We'll do it. We'll do it next hour. All right. I like this test. And I if do you can't love my get composers. six to ten, you just have to get the you have to get the composer. I don't care about the song. You have to get the composer. <laughs> oh, so you're gonna play a clip, and then I have to tell you <laughs> this is gonna be so hard. No, no, you, you, you're a big fan. You're a big dude. fan. I, I, I do enjoy it's my classical music. It's what you listen music. to every day on your way to work. Every day no, no, you no, drive no. to work on that station that's low on the dial. No, no, no. Once, that's right. Like once a week. We got you right now. <laughs> We're gonna, but most famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like the Beethovens out there. Oh, you have to. You know what? I'm gonna lower you one. Five of ten. Okay, I love it. Or do you Sebastian want Sebastian Bach. Johan Sebastian Bach? Yeah. Okay. Oh, or maybe Sebastian Bach was like an 80s guitarist. <laughs> I think he was. Do you want to go... Do you want to go less than 10? Like five? Okay, I'll tell you what. Fair we'll, enough. We'll do six. If you can get three of six, you win. Okay. We'll do that in about an hour. All right. Woo! What a goober. Well, what if you lose what happens? Yeah. Nothing. They're not, no, they're, no, they're Bobby not, gets I'm, a punch you in the arm or something. No, if, <laughs> if we lose... Here we go. If we lose, I get to control your avatar picture on Instagram's Twitter for what, like three days? Couple of, no, 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 twenty-four hours. Two days. Twenty-four hours. A day and a half. Take it. Deal. Deal. All right, good. All right, that's what we'll do. You can check out Amy's podcast called Four Things with Amy Brown, where she talks about faith, 
and family and food and freedom and falafels. It's just a lot of pho sounds. Yeah, food and freedom. <laughs> well, your podcast though really is. I mean, it, it does cover a variety of topics, but a lot of times, yeah, family, health, wellness, and gratitude. Not all the fuss sounds? Yeah, oh. but I like that, all Fs. Yeah, uh, check it out, Four Things with Amy Brown. Uh, whenever the show's over today, you have a whole weekend, and you're like, what do I listen to? Check out our podcast. Okay, let's go and do Fun Fact Friday. Fun Fact Friday. Yay! All right, here we go, Amy. Number five. Number five. So Journey is like a super huge band, but they never had a number one hit. Their closest was Open Arms, which made it to number two on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. February 1982. Where did Don't Stop Believing end up? Because that, that's, that's their biggest song by far. That peaked at number eight. Mm. Crazy. Some songs get bigger as time goes. You know, Keith Urban says that about his songs. He goes, man, I have number ones, but also have hits. Like songs that last the test of time and that never actually went number one. Mm -hmm. So, but crazy. Open Arms, their biggest song. Oh, here I come <laughs> to you with open arms. Keep going, Amy. Nothing can keep you away from my arms. They're so open Okay, now she's making arms. stuff up. All right, here we go. <laughs> number four. A blue whale's tongue can weigh as much as an elephant. Just the tongue. Wow. Yeah, and their heart can weigh as much as a car. Take that fun fact with you okay. to the next I'll, time you talk I'll, about I'll, I, was, I was going to. <laughs> Number three. Michael Jordan got his degree in cultural geography from the University of North Carolina because his backup plan after basketball was to become a weatherman. Michael Jordan. Was it a meteorologist or a weatherman? Because back in the day, there used to be a difference. Oh, you it just says you're on. a weatherman. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Number two. Although newborn babies cry like lunchbox, um, when your baby's crying lunchbox, no tears are shed. The ability to produce tears actually happens around a month old. So it's a newborn baby, no tears. Didn't we do the whole story too about there being three kinds of tears? Like sad tears... Happy tears. And, and then if you have something in your eye, tears. Like yeah, it. like three three mm -hmm. different liquids. I believe it was three different liquids. Yeah, I think. Number one. And Chris Pratt apparently stole his Star-Lord costume from the set of Guardians of the Galaxy, but he only stole it so that he could have it available to show up in costume to visit sick children in the hospital who might want to see Star-Lord. Oh, that's so cool. So he wasn't trying to keep it just because it was his or sell it or have it as anything, but he was like, I'm taking this with me. Because I'm going to dress up as Star-Lord. Well, I stole a bunch of my shoes from Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> I would just wear them home. Like, so when it when you're stealing it from a set, like, it, it you're really not supposed to take it? Mm. Yeah. I ended up paying for a bunch of stuff. Is it so you can wear them to the hospital when you go to musicians on call? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Nobody would give a crap. <laughs> Check out my shoes. I think I have two pair of shoes that, yeah. I, that I wore. I ended up paying for them way later because I bought a jacket, too, and they were like... Oh, you bought the jacket? You're going to pay for those shoes? And I was like, uh, okay. You got it. Fun Fact Friday. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. In Wisconsin, a paramedic rescued a cat from a rooftop because of, quote, special circumstances. In the social media post, the fire department explains that they normally don't rescue cats from trees or roofs. But this call was special because the owners of the cat were elderly, and the cat, which was also elderly, also happened to be blind and deaf. Dang. Somehow the cat found itself 
on the roof. So a paramedic crew responded, brought it back to safety, breaking the rules, but for a good reason. The fire department showed up at the home with the crew, made the rescue, and again, the old owners and the older cat all are alive as of today. Happily ever after. Thought that was a good one. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Kalamazoo, Michigan. A man broke into a family's home, is holding everybody at gunpoint. Give me, give me all your valuables. Give me all your valuables. And the dad looks at the gun and goes, man, that has an orange tip on it. Oh, no. Not a real gun. Of course not. Not the orange tip. <laughs> he said, that looks like a lot of the guns my kids play with. And on the side, it said Nerf. Oh, man. Oh. The orange tip, if you're going to hold somebody at gunpoint. <laughs> yeah, that's paint, a giveaway. Paint over it, cover it with your hand, do the finger in your pocket, yeah. anything other than the orange tip. <laughs> so then the dad jumped up and tackled the guy, called 911, and he was arrested. <laughs> Idiot. All right, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Earlier in the show, Eddie was doing what I'm calling now a culture flex, mm. meaning he was like, I love classical music. Ugh. He's like, I listen to it when I drive to work. I can't even take him seriously. We all rolled our eyes at him. It's so peaceful. He's like, I I put it on that station real low on the dial. (laughs) 81.1. Yeah, you know, one of those. (laughs) Classic FM, here we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the latest from Mozart. They play play the good stuff early in the morning. It's four Mozarts in a row. It's Mozart (laughs) Monday here. (laughs) So we've given Eddie the challenge. I'm going to play you six classical... Masterpieces. So we're gonna call great, them. Great. Are they like famous? Uh-huh. Or? Okay. And all you have to do is name three <laughs> of the composers. Okay. We have six of these here. Come on. Okay. Number one. Go ahead. This is very familiar sounding. Yep. <laughs> Turn that up, everyone. I'm feeling it right now. Familiar, Eddie. Of course. Do you, oh wait, do you know it's that? It's so one? famous. Do you? But are you 100 percent sure? Not really. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna guess on it. Go ahead. I believe this is Mozart. That is actually Ludwig von Beethoven's oh. Fifth Symphony <laughs> in C minor. Damn. Oh for one, bruh. Not good. If Eddie gets three out of six, I give him 50 bucks. If he doesn't, I take control of his avatar for a few days. 24 hours. 36 hours. <laughs> You're on poser alert. Okay. Here we go. Let's listen to the second one for a bit. Eddie's doing the hands. He's doing composer hands now. I'm trying to picture in my mind who did this. All right, I think I got it. I believe that is Mozart. That is Mozart. I knew he'd come up at some point. That is Ein Klein Nachmuldig. Yes, in D minor. No, I don't know about that. (laughs) Okay. You're one for two. You're on right now. You're on track. Eddie's got to get three out of six of these. Okay. Here is uh, your next classic masterpiece. For sure, is in a car commercial. The new Hyundai Sonata. <laughs> for it. It's Matthew McConaughey driving. Have you ever heard that one, Eddie? Yes, I have heard this. I'm gonna take a wild guess here. 
Johann Sebastian Bach. <laughs> is that the only one you know? <laughs> Just guessing. So that is called Harpsichord Concerto Number no. One in D Minor by Johann Sebastian Bach. Yeah! <laughs> Okay, but he's gonna he's out of people. He's out. No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not. I can't believe he got that. He gets one more, he wins. This, this is stupid. Awesome. Oh, yeah, I told yeah, you yeah. guys. No, you're just guessing. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. If he wins, he wins. We can't be a hater on a winner. I know. Okay, but he's guessing. You I don't know. I don't know. To me, it looks like the guy knows a little something. Amy, think whatever you want. Okay. Uh, here we go. This one is called, I'm gonna say the name of it before we go. Takata. And Fuugwe in D minor BBW 565. <laughs> oh, wow. 565, yeah. Yeah. Don't get that confused with 564. <laughs> it's still a different song. All right, here we go. <laughs> Is that Phantom of the Opera? No, just oh. don't be silly. Oh. Don't be silly. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'm going to just take another guess here. It's Tchaikovsky. <laughs> Takata and Fugue in D minor, <laughs> BMV 565, is by Come on. a chum named Johann Sebastian Bach. Again. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got me good. You got me real good. Okay, we're two for four. Dang it. By the way, I love this segment. <laughs> you like it? I'm having a lot of fun. Don't right these now. songs sound cool though? They do. Next up. <laughs> Ever heard that one, Eddie? Yes. What does it sound like to you? Car commercial. Mm. <laughs> um. All right, I think another guess. Ludwig van Beethoven again. Oh, Beethoven. He went with the Beethoven. He went with the big B. Come on. That is actually the Nutcracker, Act ah, One. Tchaikovsky. Number four, Russian Dance by Tchaikovsky. So dumb. <laughs> you tricked me. Oh, is this the last one? This is the last oh, one. Oh, my man. goodness. It all comes down to, are you ready for this? Y'all ready for this? I hear it. All right. One more to go. If he gets it, he wins. If he misses, he loses. Hit it. This sounds like a murderer song. Amy. See? Yeah, this one does. Yeah. This is like Hannibal Lecter. Maybe it is. <laughs> He's eating the brain. Eddie, what is this song for the win or the loss? Sounds a lot like that Moonlight Sonata song by Beethoven. <laughs> but it's piano. Beethoven did some piano songs. I like it being inside your head right now. This is fun for me. It's like, show me your work. I could like it this. be Frédéric Chopin? <laughs> Ooh! Not my answer. Do you know who that is? No, I just oh. yell ooh. <laughs> Amy, I cool, don't though. know anything about classical music, really. No, 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 no. But Chopin is definitely... A composer. A person. And... <laughs> That's dead. Uh, You've heard of him? Yeah, I've heard of him. I don't know anything he does. Wow. What's it like to like hear things once and then always know it in your head? I don't, Eddie? I don't, I don't know. I'm going to guess here again. It's got to be Beethoven. 
He says Beethoven. Gotta be Beethoven again. He says Man, Beethoven. please be Chopin or whatever you say. Not Chopin. You don't think Ch- so? No. Chopin. 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 Mm. Chopin. Chopin. Are you so sure of it? You like to double your bet? Yes. I don't want to do that bet. Wow. <laughs> yes, that's not Chopin. Hey, smart move. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way he goes, no, I don't want to do that. Well. <laughs> Come on. Or is it Mozart? <sighs> do you want to change it? No. You have one chance now to change it. You're thinking about it. I'll give you one shot to change it. It's Beethoven, dude. Come on. Beethoven. <laughs> I don't get it. Bill Beethoven. and Ted's excellent adventure. <gasps> That's it. It's Beethoven. This is the song that they're playing when they showed up in the telephone booth, dude. Beethoven. Yes. <laughs> right, Mike? It's Beethoven. <laughs> he won. No, no, you'd already guessed. Yeah, I know, but it solidified it. Wow. You know what? Wow. You are you're a fan of classical music thank and you, we my can't friend. deny it. Yes, thank you guys. You like classic music and we cannot lie. <laughs> Raymundo's getting married October 24th. A lesson in love from Raymundo, our audio guy. Good morning, Raymundo. Good morning. So, uh, so yeah, people always wonder if they've really liked somebody, a significant other, maybe somebody they just started freshly dating. Do I really like this person? And I figured out the easiest way. I've been doing it for years. That's how I figured out I wanted to get married to my current fiance. It's called the driveway theory. Not a lot of people talk about it, but it is the most powerful thing when you want to decide if you want to get in a relationship or not. When you come home from work, when you come home from school, if you see your partner's vehicle in the driveway, do you get excited or do you dread it? If you dread it, I'm telling you, you should not be in that relationship. And it's an instant thing. Ask yourself, do you dread seeing that vehicle? Because if you do, get out of the relationship. There's no way to fake it. But if you actually are excited when you see their vehicle, when you come home from work, school, whatever, get in a relationship with them. That means you want to go hang out with them and you enjoy hanging out with them. What if you've been in a relationship for a while? Like, what if you're married? (laughs) Then you might need to get a divorce if you start to dread their vehicle (laughs) when you get home. Because it's a big thing. It means you don't want to spend your free time with them. You want to spend free time with yourself or somebody else. Or figure out why you're dreading it and then work work on that. (laughs) Well, Amy, when you drive home and you see your husband in the driveway, your feeling is? Great. I don't mind it. I don't dread it. I don't mind it though. Yeah, I wouldn't say that I'm like I don't I don't know where we are with that. I I guess I'm more excited when it's there when it's not cuz he's gone sometimes and it's like I don't want him to go. So Eddie, when you drive home and you see your wife in the driveway, here's my train of thought. First thing is like, "Oh, there's her car. Awesome." But then it's not there. I'm like, "Yes, nap time." Oh, it's <laughs> awesome both ways. Yeah. Lunchbox? Oh, we all have our days where when their vehicle's there, you're like, dang it. Then she's going to want to do something. So you go through. <laughs> no, don't, Amy, don't act like you're excited to see your husband every single time. It happens. I like just said I was like okay with it. Well, I know, but you scoffed at me. Like, I, I listen, I like my wife, but sometimes you want your time to be like just free and be able to do whatever you want. So when you see the vehicle, you're like, dang, I had plans to watch this movie or this TV show. <laughs> <sighs> Eddie and Lunchbox act like they can't nap or watch TV if their yeah, wife is you around. Guys Y'all are making it seem like what? that's well, why I scoffed. I'm like, wait, what? Just because your wife is home, all of a sudden it means you have to do something. Like with if her? she's there, yeah, we'll hang out, we'll have lunch together and talk. But if she's not, I'm like, woo, down to my underwear, let's take a nap. Okay. But you can't go down to your underwear and take a nap when she's there. After an hour and a half of hanging out with her. Yeah, you got to talk, say how hang. your day was, what are you doing, oh, what are you working on? I mean, Does just, my husband feel this way? I mean, yes. maybe I'm like, it's fine when I see his car, but now listening to these guys, I'm like, is he the one coming home and seeing my car? I mean, like, great, I got to talk to her for an hour before <laughs> I can watch TV. Like, I just, 
I don't. I think y'all have the wrong idea. Like, I don't know that your wives are expecting you to hang for an hour and a half before you do what you want to do. Oh, that's weird. Every when day? I walk in the door and they're, oh, how was your day? What's going on? What okay, are you playing? She's asking I mean, you how your day was. Exactly. That's, that's wanting okay. to sit down and talk and you know go over your day. And it's like, oh man, I was. Just what if looking. you walked in and she said nothing to you? Yeah. That'd be weird. Exactly. I wouldn't like that. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm going to take a nap then. That'd be perfect. Raymundo, what's it like whenever you drive home? Oh, uh, if there's a day when I forget that she has the day off, I get so freaking excited because I'm like, we get to eat lunch together. Oh, and then we can watch our favorite show together. He's lying. I'm dead serious because when it's not, it's an empty parking lot. I'm like, oh, all by myself again the whole afternoon until she gets home. <laughs> so the theory is if you really love someone that your 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 visual reaction to their car is how you feel. Exactly. Mm. Hmm. It's a pretty good theory. And you'll well, know you'll know right away. It h- hits you right away, and there's no way to fake that feeling because it's inside of you. And then you'll just be like, "All right, I need to be in a relationship, or I need to get out." Is there? Is it just if it happens one day, or is it like after it happens ten days in a row? Because sometimes you could just be having a day. And he's got a punch card going over there. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just here. This is like, well, he's telling people to get out of a relationship based on. I mean, you're gonna have people that are listening right now that pull up to their driveway later and they're like, "Oh my gosh!" And they go inside and break up with whoever they're with. <laughs> Because they weren't, they weren't excited. Feeling so more times than not, if you get the good feeling, yes. Okay, stay in the relationship. Wow. It's time for the good news with Amy. Tell me something good. So there's this sweet three-year-old girl, Adelaide Stanley, and she can't go out in public and to be around people because she's had months and months of chemo and cancer treatment stuff happening. And so it's weakened her immune system, but she has her favorite restaurant and she really, really wanted to go there. So the restaurant arranged for them to come in early and they got the staff there and the cooks and everything and they got to dine there alone so that way there wasn't other people there so she wasn't exposed to all the germs and stuff and they served her her meal and they even paid for it. Wow. And and let's shout out the restaurant that they went to and the name of the restaurant is? Jay Wilson's in Beaumont, Texas. Shout out Jay Wilson. Of all the Wilsons, Jay's my favorite. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'll be honest. Super cool. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Now let's go over to Amy and get the morning corny. The morning corny. Why did the ice cream truck crash? Why did the ice cream truck crash? The driver was on a rocky road. <laughs> That's funny. That's good. Oh, wow. Oh. That was the morning corny. We're going to go to Karina in Ohio, who is uh, standing by to talk on the show. Hey, Karina, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. What's going on with you? I wanted to tell you good morning, or to tell you thank you, because for many years, my husband has not been a positive person, and I've been working to try to make him a positive person. Kind of a same background as you, and would give him the books and tell him, send to Bobby, he's great, he's positive. I've been married to this man for 14 years, and the past few years have been the best years of our life. And I honestly believe, Bobby, it's because he listens to you every morning. He sees you now on TikTok with your girlfriend and literally said to me, why does everybody have to act macho? Why can't we all be like Bobby? And it's okay to show that you like your girlfriend or you like your wife or you like to be around your spouse. So... I can't thank you enough, Bobby. Well, that's very nice of you. My first question is, how hard was it to convince him to actually listen to the show or read one of my books? Um, it was hard because he's um, he's a cat. He doesn't like to change his environment. And 
we had some pretty rough times in our marriage, as most marriages do. And we both sat down and figured we need to do something different than what we're doing now. We need to not be negative. We need to be positive. We also started working out um, due to you and eating healthier due to Amy. So thank you, Amy. Look at this. We're influencing them all. Wow. wow. Come on. Well, I've lost 60 pounds. Oh, my wow, God. Holy crap. I've lost 30. Wow. Yes. Well, Karina, this is a really wonderful call, and I appreciate you sharing. What's your husband's name? His name is Terry. Well, Terry, congratulations. Karina, congratulations. We're, we're so thankful that you listened to the show, and, and thanks for the support and reading the books and, and just being the positive people that you are. That's, that's a great way to start that. That's really nice. Yes, all right, we're going to roll through a round of easy trivia. We Googled easy trivia questions for kids, and we'll ask you three. Amy, Lunchbox, <sighs> our video producer, Eddie. Amy, you're up first. Since this year is a leap year, how many days are in February? <laughs> easy trivia. 29. Correct. And she wow. went right to it. Didn't even think about it. Committed. I respect that. So smart. Lunchbox. Who is the founder of Microsoft? Easy. Oh, that's Bill Gates. Nice. Woo! Eddie. Come on. Easy trivia. What's the world's fastest land animal? I know this one. What's the world's fastest land animal? It's a cheetah. Correct. Yes. Round one complete. Wow. <laughs> Amy. Yes. Easy trivia. How many legs do spiders have? Gosh, why don't I pay attention in entomology? You took entomology. I did entomology. Yeah, oh yeah. I <laughs> think spiders have six, but could it be eight? One, two. I... How many legs do spiders have, Amy? Six. Eight. The answer Damn. is eight. I know. I, know. Ah! I thought that was an octopus. Stupid. <laughs> they have eight <laughs> tentacles. They don't have feet, dude. Oh, okay. Lunchbox. Arr! What country has the most people in the world? What country has the most people in the world? At 1.4 billion. China. Oh, my gosh. Eddie. Come on. Which famous person was the teddy bear named after? Think about that, the, the old teddy bear. Which famous person was the teddy bear named after? Okay. First thing came to my mind was Teddy. Uh, no, I almost said Ruxpin. Not Ruxpin. <laughs> teddy Roosevelt. Is that your answer? Yes. Wow. Because Teddy Ruxman was a teddy bear. Right. I yeah. know. <laughs> I realized that. Uh, you're out, huh, Amy? Mm-hmm. Uh, Lunchbox. Who painted the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel? It's easy. Only one I know, Van Gogh. Van Gogh. No. Oh, wow. Eddie. Yeah, come on. Yours is equal to his. Who and, was and it? Not, oh, sorry. It was uh, Michelangelo. Ah, dang it. <laughs> Michelangelo. Michelangelo. Eddie. Yeah, come on. Same level of question. Mm -hmm. Not one you're going to easily walk away with, but one you should still know. Come on. For the win. What's the smallest ocean in the world? Now, does it come to your mind right away? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. What's the smallest ocean in the world? Talk it out. Well, there are only seven oceans. Or are there five? Oh, okay. Or 50. Not Pacific or Atlantic. Those okay. are huge. Think, okay. Uh, I'm not telling you if you're right or wrong. I'm just playing. You're just saying okay? I'm just going with you. Uh, uh, um, for some reason, and I don't even know this is an ocean. Indian Ocean? 
sounds like it's there and it's really small. The other oceans are like Antarctic Ocean. <laughs> Let's go with Indian Ocean. I don't even know if that's real. Your answer is? Indian Ocean. Wow, that's not it. It's the Arctic Ocean. What? Mm -hmm. I didn't know there was an Arctic Ocean. I thought that was so big. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> you're both back, back in, in the game. game. Yeah. All right, come on, come on, yeah. Lunchbox. Yep. What state is the Hoover Dam located in? You know this. I feel like this got a little easier than last time. What state is the Hoover Dam located in? Well, when you go to Las Vegas, you can take a helicopter ride to the Hoover Dam. So I'm going to go with Nevada. Whoa. Nice. Yeah. Eddie. Yeah, come on. How many sides does a Pentagon have? Easy trivia. The Pentagon, like in Washington. How many sides does a Pentagon have? Um, can I draw it out? One, two, three, four, five. That'd be five, my friend. Yeah. Lunchbox. Yep. What does BC stand for, as in 3500 BC? Oh, it's before my man, before Christ. <laughs> Eddie. Come on. How many degrees in a circle? What? Like a full circle? I don't know why my mind just went to temperature. It's not right. How uh, many degrees in a circle? So I'm thinking skateboarding. I remember we would do uh, 280. No, no, no. Oh, it's 360. Come on. Nice. Okay, Whew. easy trivia. We only have three left. I wonder if we should just do sudden death in case we don't. Are they easier? I'll tell you what, we're going to do semi-sudden death. Okay. I'll say one, two, three, and you say your answer at the same time. Okay? Don't answer it. Oh. What, what was the 50th U.S. state? Here we go. On the I'll go one, two, three, then you say it. Okay? I see what you're saying. Okay. What was the 50th U.S. state? One, two, three. Alaska. <laughs> Lunchbox said. Hawaii. Eddie said. Alaska. One of you's right. Well, oh. yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> the winner is... Lunchbox. Hawaii is a 50th state. Alaska was a 49th state. Running the rest of the questions. What war began in 1914 and ended in 1918? The war in 1914. The World War I. <laughs> God Save the Queen is the national anthem of what country? England. Canada. United Kingdom. And what's the tallest land animal? Giraffe. Giraffe. There you go. Thank you. Lunchbox wins. Breaks a streak of no wins in a long Good time. Good win, Lunch. You guys can send us a note to the mailbag. Morgan number two, if they want to reach us, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. All right, here we go. Bobby's Mailbag. Hey, Bobby, I wanted to know if you think this is okay... I'm not engaged, but I have a wedding registry started. I got the idea after hearing some of my friends who recently got married. They showed me some things that they liked and they got for their wedding. Now, I'm not engaged. I'm currently dating someone, so it's set to private, and it will go public once I actually get engaged. Is it weird I already have a wedding registry from Lisa? If he finds out, yeah, oh. yeah that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, if he finds out, I'm just thinking about the guy. If I find out my girlfriend had a wedding registry, you out? I'm I'm gonna have some trouble with understanding what her motivations are. 
Or she's just really prepared. Mm, that's a tough one. Um, yes, it's weird you have a wedding registry without getting married. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. I get you're being practical, but how practical is it even? How do you know you're going to want this if you... You're not getting Here married. And that's something once you're engaged, you go with your whoever you're getting married to and you get to scan stuff and pick stuff out together. Because yeah, it's y'all's house together. Yeah. This is a pretty easy one, right? <laughs> I think so. Okay. Like, I'm not hating on you because I think, why don't you just set up like an Amazon wish list? Or write some stuff down. Like keep a something on your computer. Like, you don't have to title it anything. Just be like, things I saw my friends register for that are cool. Or Pinterest board. <laughs> so I wonder if she's going to stores and actually scanning stuff. Okay, but with the Pinterest board, are you going to be weirded out if you find out your girlfriend has a Pinterest page with, like, bridal gowns? and? Oh, I wouldn't put the wedding stuff on it. Okay. And well, I mean, no, not as much. Because I think... It's just inspo. I think a lot of girls think about their wedding. They've been told that the wedding is the biggest day of their life. So you prepare for the biggest day of your life. Okay. If you get really into it, what? Well, is this her preparing for the biggest day of her life? (laughs) No. I don't think so. This is crazy. It's a little nutty. (laughs) Is it weird that I already have a wedding registry? My answer is yes. Yes. Just don't don't let him see it. And I hope your name really wasn't Lisa. Because if he hears it, every guy dating a Lisa right now is like, Arr? is this my Lisa? Yeah. Oof. Um, Morgan number two again. If they want to hit the mailbag, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. There you go. Close it up. And that was Bobby's Mailbag. Matt in Georgia is on the phone speaking of relationships. Matt, what's happening with you, man? Hey, how you doing? Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. I was just calling to let you know that... Uh, the whole matching outfit thing is awesome. Me and my fiance, we have at least four different shirts. This is because I posted a TikTok of me and my girlfriend in matching shirts. We, we saw them at Target. They're like $9 each. We said, hey, if we do our dance video on matching shirts, we'll probably get more likes, get more TikTok clout. And we know what we did. Yeah. And I liked it. I like matching. I think matching is fun. That means, I be- it means that <laughs> she owns me. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like sometimes, I, what, what are you going to say, Matt? I was just going to say, it kind of just, I feel like it shows that no matter what the situation, I'm always going to be on her side. And it just, I feel like it shows that you love her. Also, I feel like it shows that I don't care. It's just fun. I'm not going to let people judge me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not letting the haters win. Hey, Matt, appreciate that call. Yes, sir. Thank you. Love you guys. Yeah. You too, bud. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Dalton is 25 years old, and he went for his annual physical for work, and they said, hey, man, I'm sorry to tell you, but you're in stage three kidney failure. And he was like, whoa, so he needed a kidney donation. He goes to his twin brother who gets tested, and he's a perfect match. Only problem is he's overweight, so his brother's like, man, I got to get my life together. Mm. Drops 60 pounds and donates a kidney to his identical twin brother. That's like two stages there. One, the kidney donation, which you would think your brother would do. But would he drop 60 LBs? That's, That's the question. That he did. That's awesome. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Jennifer Aniston, her character Rachel Green on Friends, worked as what? Well, she worked for Ralph Lauren. Later on in the show, yeah. Oh, but she was, okay, a waitress? Yeah, both. Coffee waitress? Both will be right. Okay. So I'll give you a fictional TV character. Just name the job they had on their show. <laughs> I don't know if I would have gotten that example right. Right, you didn't know Rachel? Uh, I mean, I knew she worked for Ralph Lauren, but that was about it. So we'll do Eliminator style. Amy, you're up first. Okay. Joey Tribbiani. We'll stay with friends. Okay. Joey Tribbiani. 
He's an actor. He's an actor. It's correct. <laughs> Lunchbox. Mike Brady on the Brady Bunch. What was Mike Brady's job? Uh, salesman. Do you know that one? Architect. Yeah, an architect. Eddie. Come on. Ray Barone from Everybody Loves Raymond. What was his job? Yeah, he's a sports writer. Nice. Oh, gosh, that show's so good. <laughs> it was so good. I forget about it. Amy. Yeah. Doug Heffernan on the King of Queens. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch that show? Yes, I love well, it. I still do. It's still fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doug Heffernan, what's his job? Delivery driver. Wow, nice. Yeah. Eddie. Come on. Isn't tough. <laughs> For you, this is tough. Carrie Bradshaw on Sex and the City. Did you ever watch Sex and the City? No, no, no. <laughs> no, not like one episode. Oh, really? But but I know I do know that she narrates the show, and I feel like she's a like a magazine writer or a columnist. Your answer is she's a magazine uh, editor. She's a writer. Oh! Uh, like in a newspaper column. Why would? <laughs> So dumb. Here's the thing. Just be, with your answer, just be as wide as possible. Why would you go down and go magazine editor? editor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a writer could be an editor. Amy, you won. We'll keep going with this. Okay. You won. Yes. Dang. I guess, Eddie, you don't always win. <laughs> oh, that's true. Dang. Smack yeah, yeah. talking. Here, Amy, see if you can get these. Mm, Alan Harper on Two and a Half Men. He's the brother of Charlie Sheen. Do you know what he did? I have no idea. He's a chiropractor. Oh. Okay. Fred Flintstone from the Flintstones. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you don't know what Fred Flintstone did? Uh-uh. Is he like, um, like a mechanic? No. Do you guys know? He worked at okay. the quarry. He's a okay. construction hey, worker. Oh. Oh. Construction worker. Um, Al Bundy on Married with Children. Shoe salesman. Nice. <laughs> what up? Yeah. <laughs> I had to dig deep there for that one. Carl Winslow on Family Matters. Police officer. Nice. Hank Hill on King of the Hill. Oh, come on! I've literally never seen that. Propane oh. accessories. <laughs> right. I he, sell propane. I sell propane. Oh, is that what he does? <laughs> my Hank Hill is just a bad version of a Luke Bryan impression. <laughs> oh my god! And I don't do it that well. But when I try to think, I, and what's fun is, I'm around Luke all the time for, for American Idol. And when you hang around people, you start to can do the impression of them. Yeah. It's like I can nail Lionel Richie. Oh, it's so good. The year was 1964. (laughs) The Commodores had just started, Bobby. We were deciding which song was going to be the first single in the year of 19... He just says years all the time. (laughs) 19... Uh, Amy, one more. Uh, Thomas Magnum on Magnum P.I. A private investigator. Yeah, detective. (laughs) Magnum P.I. Isn't buttons. it like P.I. Yeah, the what, name what of What did the, I say? Ma- Magnum no, P.I. Oh, P.I. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's in the title. Private investigator. Did you? Is that why you knew it? Well, no, and I watched okay. it. My mom loved that show. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> I'm like, what was House P- uh, MD's job? He's a, a medical, medical doctor. doctor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tony Maselli on Who's the Boss? Oh, gosh. Uh, plumber? Housekeeper. Lived with them. I'm sure he plumbed things. Did you ever watch? No, no, don't do that. I'm sure. Plumbed. He was the housekeeper. So they say that you can drink too much coffee now. Anything more than a half a pot of coffee per day can lead to a lot of bad things happening to your body short term and long term. I tell you, caffeine just doesn't affect me that much. I don't know if I have the weird gene where caffeine doesn't take me up or down too much. If I don't eat any food and then do a lot of caffeine, I can start to feel it a little bit. 
or my body feels like this. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. But that's if I don't eat at all. Right. And I'm like doing two five-hour energies. Sometimes on five-hour energies, I'll have like a little sip and be like, well, that's good for an hour. You ever do that? I, I've never had a five-hour energy, but you make me want to try one. I kind of miss the days, you know, way back when we used to drink Red Bull before the show. <laughs> back in our 20s when we were younger. <laughs> well, we used to think Red Bull was like a healthy thing yes, to do. Yeah. But like you'd work out and then have a Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. And, and it felt so good. Like I was so high <laughs> on something. What? Like on Red Bull. <laughs> like it felt awesome. I haven't felt that way in a long time. <laughs> well, again, more than a half a pot of coffee they say is not good for you. Yeah, I could I could agree with that. There was also another story this morning about how long it takes someone to become a millionaire. And so some number crunchers at this banking website called GoBankingRates.com tried to figure out how much it takes to become a millionaire in every state. In Maryland, it's the least at 28 years because they have the highest median income. The lowest is West Virginia, which takes 110 years. But experts say if you save your money, this is just generally now, save your money, don't eat out more than once a week, avoid lavish purchases like cars, boats, or diamonds, You'll become a millionaire in 30 years in most job or career fields. What do you think? I eat out more than once a week. So I do too. I guess it's not happening. What do they mean cars though? Because we all got to buy a car. Yeah, we La- get I some. There's just Uber everywhere. Yeah. Lavish cars. Yeah. Does anyone have a boat on this show? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Like nobody has a boat, uh-huh. right? No. Radio, do you have a boat? No, but I've considered purchasing something that goes on the water. You seem like a boat guy. And I live very close to the river, so... Are you guys going to move after you get married? Yeah, that's right up in the air right now. We want to stay in the apartment. We love the view, but get a house, man. Get some land out in the country. Are you talking about kids at all? No, that probably a year away. Because you've been together seven years. Yeah. And because she freezed her eggs, we're, we're able to wait another five years. So even though most women have the biological clock, my girl can have kids when she's in her 50s now. <laughs> Seriously, that's the beauty of freezing eggs. Uh, oh my God. I don't think that's how it works. What are you talking about? Amy's talk to Raymond. He's like, my chick cannot get pregnant in 75. Like, no, I mean, I think y'all would want to know. That just seems like there could be other complications at 50. But I know it can happen. I mean, like, I'm worried to be 39 and hopefully I have kids in the next few years. And I'm like, man, I don't want to be 70 and my kid be graduating high school, you know? Correct. I want to have grandkids. She doesn't want to be carrying a baby at 50. Don't make her wait till 50, Ray. I could see him being like, it's fine. Your eggs are frozen. You're good. We're good. <laughs> We're good. But so you're not in a rush to have kids because you have been together a long time. It's not like you just met and are getting engaged. Yeah, like what, what's what? I mean, how about her? Does she have the baby fever? No. Not at all. No, because we'll babysit my nephew and it's a nightmare. I mean, he's crapping everywhere. It's t- really bad. And you guys are he's getting married? Twelve. Oct- <laughs> no, I got crap everywhere. I have, I have a different nephew. I have a smaller one that's like a year old. It's like, what on earth? <laughs> now time for Flashback Friday 2004. Flashback Friday! 2004, I guess I had been doing mornings for about a year, almost two years. I was still the, the 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 kid, yeah, the way kid who was doing mornings. People were like, "Ooh, who is this kid?" Now I'm not the kid anymore. No, <laughs> as John Mayer once said, "And stop this train." I'm only good at being young. Mm-hmm. <sighs> uh, 2004. The you haven't joined the show yet. In 2004, did you? No, I didn't join until 2006. So I was. I don't even know if I was selling granite yet. I think I was still looking for a job. The biggest country song on this day in 2004. There goes my life, Kenny Chesney. <laughs> My future. 
the biggest pop song, Outcast. Hey, y'all. And then a website called The Facebook was launched by Harvard sophomore Mark Zuckerberg. The website was initially limited to Harvard students and then Columbia, Stanford, and Yale students. And now Facebook is worth over $598 billion. Wow. Mark Zuckerberg's net worth is $75 billion. Wow. wow. Crazy. Crazy. Yep. That is uh, Flashback Friday. Uh, We'll see you guys. Have a great weekend. Uh, Monday, we're back. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones. The Bobby Bones Show.